0: Welcome to
1: Tony's Take Podcast. Welcome to the Tony's Take Podcast, episode 217. I'm Sean, and joined with me, we have off-road Let's Play a Game, Andy.
0: We will be playing a game. I'm excited.
1: And Tony cats. Hello, hello, hello. Tony, I figured you'd appreciate the uh, Let's Play a Game reference. Oh, I actually just watched uh, the last 20 minutes or so of Saw...
2: In the hotel room that I was at this past weekend, and uh, the people watching with me really didn't want
1: to, but I forced them. (laughs) Tis the season. Fancy that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Close enough. Yeah. Thank you for tuning in. Hit that subscribe button. Share with a friend and check out our entertainment podcast after this. This being our sports podcast. uh, Andy,
0: what's this game you're speaking of? So we played this game, I think, three years ago, uh, and I'm bringing it back, and that is NBA rookie or NFL draft prospect. And oh. that is because the NFL draft is is in a couple of days. So, Love it. Uh, so part one is for you, Sean, rookie or prospect. And then part two, uh, Tony has to tell me what position the, pro- the prospect is or what team he plays for in the NBA currently.
1: Ooh, okay.
0: It's pretty tough. So you got it? I'm ready. Okay. So we'll start with Killian Hayes.
1: And I say NFL prospect or NBA rookie? Yes. Killian Hayes.
0: Uh, I'm going NFL. Incorrect. Ugh, boo. Tony, do you know who Killian Hayes plays for in the NBA?
2: I'm pretty sure I know who he plays for, but not his pos- I mean, well, I, I know. would know his position. Or
0: NBA, just who he plays for. Okay.
2: For- the Pelicans.
0: Nope. No. That's a different Hayes.
2: Well, uh, there was a Hayes on the Pelicans, then I'm at least proud of that. That's then I don't Billy know. Mays Hayes.
0: Killian Hayes is from the Detroit Pistons. Well,
2: that's why you, you can't even watch them on TV.
1: I think a lot of these guys are gonna be on teams that aren't like not the Lakers or anyone that's. Yeah, ever if they're been on, on the TV. Celtics or the Sixers. I've seen them play like 40 games so
0: <laughs> all right, all right, okay. next one uh, Mac Jones. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's not even a real name. Uh, well, they're also a rapper, I'm gonna
0: guess. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna say NFL. That is correct, but uh, Mac Jones is not a rapper, Tony. You want to inform him who he is? Yeah, he's the, a very daddish body white quarterback on the
2: Alabama Crimson Tide. <laughs> really? Yes, yeah, so believe it or not. Huh.
0: <laughs> okay, so uh, I think you got one, so that's good. Yeah, 50% uh, right now. Next up, J.C. Horn.
1: Uh, I'm going NBA rookie. And I'm basing that on it's similar to AC Green.
0: Well, you should have paid attention to the last name because he is an NFL prospect.
1: You said Horn? Well then I'm
0: Horn.
2: Then I guess I'll take a guess. Is he a wide receiver then? He is a corner. Okay, that was a wide receiver on defense. He is Joe Horn's son. Yeah, that's what I when you said that. How would I know
1: Horn? Joe Horn. (laughs)
2: Yeah. (laughs) If anything I'm surprised, Dobby (laughs) didn't say short for Hornisack.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that was what I was thinking.
0: That would be like a Gonzaga player. J like spelled out JC like initials rather than this is J-A-Y-C-E-E. Okay. All right. Let's move on to the next one. Uh, Trey Lance. Dear God. Uh,
1: (laughs) And you've made this game too hard. These these
0: are good, right? Yeah.
1: I'm going NBA rookie again. No. Are you kidding me?
0: He is. Oh, Tony
2: wait he, who did you say again Trey Lance I can't even see him. okay there he is. oh quarterback from uh fuck I want to say it's like something like North Dakota or something North Dakota State yeah oh he's supposed to be a top pick yeah he should and be. I don't even think he played this year right because the one game they, okay that's all it takes Kyrie Irving played like one <laughs> game also sometimes you know
0: <laughs> all right next up uh Jay Sean Tate Jay Sean Tate so your name is in this name Spelled but the right way too? It's like Jay Crowder plus yeah, your name. actually it is. <laughs> wow. Well,
1: I got to believe that you didn't just do like two NBA players and then the rest are NFL uh, guys. So, again, NBA rookie.
0: That is correct. I shouldn't have said Jay Crowder, I guess. Um, do you know what team he plays for? I think he's the third leading scorer of all rookies at this point. So I think okay. I do know this one. Is it? The Houston Rockets. It is the Houston Rockets. Okay. The worst team in the league. So how the
2: Makes mighty sense. fall very quickly, yeah. especially in the NBA, especially yep. in the NBA.
0: All right. Next up, we've got uh, Tyrese Maxey. Uh,
1: I'm going to go. <sighs> Here's where my thought is. So he was called Maxipad Pad growing up, so he got huge and he's an NFL uh, prospect.
0: Incorrect. He is an NBA rookie. Tony what team does he play for?
1: Oh, uh, Sean, see.
2: You said you would know this team. I'm pretty sure it's the Philadelphia 76ers. It is, yes. So, Sean, you've seen him play, you just didn't know who he was.
0: Interesting. He's not a starter. Does he play? Right. Yeah, he does, just probably less now because they acquired uh, George Hill. He was he's a point yeah, guard. There was
2: a stretch though where he was playing like when they had all that COVID breakout, he was definitely playing like 20-25 minutes, I think.
0: Yep hmm that's all the only right. reason i know who he is to be honest <laughs> all right we got a few more here uh let's see uh micah parsons
1: well that's a wide enough name to be in the nba
0: so i didn't get that what's your answer <laughs>
1: <laughs> i'm going nba rookie
0: no he is not chandler parsons brother i'm sorry god he damn it <laughs> nfl prospect tony you know the position of, the, of this uh gentleman
2: i don't but i'm just gonna guess he's a uh... Guard
0: he is a linebacker
2: oh I I he was, just he had was
0: expected to be the top
2: linebacker. had a feeling he was on defense what's what school did he go to Penn State oh okay Ooh. Big Ten's always got some good defense I'm shooting right, like eleven percent on this.
0: got three more uh Desmond Bain Tony you like that name
1: <laughs> I feel like I've heard this name before yeah, it's because he was in batman. <laughs> yeah, that's true uh for that reason though I'm saying NBA rookie.
0: That is correct. Tony, you know what team he plays? for? No, so I I
1: hate, I, what I hate right now is that
2: I've definitely seen his name out there, but the team is not yelling at me right this
1: second. May but I interject? I, yes. Sure. For extra credit, I'm going to guess the Indiana Pacers.
0: Well, it's wrong. So tell I, me. I
2: would like to guess here. I'm, uh, um, I don't want to take up too much time. He's, oh, I can't even just think of a name off the top of my head. Um Orlando Magic? Nope. Damn it. Who? Memphis
0: Grizzlies. Oh. Okay. Two more. Uh Ray Slater. <laughs> <laughs> NFL. That is correct.
1: Look at that. A little hot streak here. I'm I'm gonna say wide
0: receiver. He is an offensive
2: tackle oh, from Northwestern. Ray Slater just sounded fast. That's yeah. why I went wide receiver.
0: Oh, he's a big dude. Uh, it's supposed to be the second offensive lineman taken. Hopefully, he uh, makes it to the Chargers, but we'll see about that. Uh, last guy here, Malachi Flynn. NBA. He is. I got three in a row at the end. Okay. I'll have you know. Do you know what team he plays for? Yeah, the Raptors. Yes, he does. Okay. I was like, I forgot that one. <laughs> off the top of my head. So, okay. Yeah, okay, it went
2: to San Diego State, I'm pretty sure, also.
0: Yeah. So, somewhat local-ish. All right. Well, that's cool. Uh. Well... Do you want to talk about Malachi Flynn's sports here? The National Basketball Association. Let's do it. Yes. Are we going to
1: kick things right off with the temper tantrum Kevin Love through?
0: We, we can because you just put it right out there. I haven't, I seen see that. I haven't heard about it. So I would you like haven't
1: to. heard about it, Tony?
0: No, I haven't. Uh, honestly,
1: I get to a certain
2: point in the year. Like when new sports start up, I'm like a chick that it's like, I just like get over to things that are like, I mean, I enjoy things that are like become new. Yeah. And it's like that. So... <laughs>
1: So he, I, they were just I'm playing just... like shit, and uh, he was inbounding. it. the ref passes on the ball, and he just hand slaps it inbound. And I believe it was the Hawks player just grabs it, fires up a three, right then and there. Oh wow! When
0: was that? And that last night, Andy. Yeah. So uh, I think that they said the team settled the matter already. That they're, uh, you know, that they taken care of it. So Kevin Love hasn't been cut or anything. They, so they sent him to his name.
1: room.
2: Or Kevin Love, dude. He's been on that bad team for like, what, like four years Mm -hmm. now or so? Three, four years?
0: Yeah, but he also hasn't like... I know, he's
2: also had his own issues off the court. He's had some mental health issues that he's been pretty vocal about and stuff. So I think he's just, he just has his moments where I think he just
1: collapses and just gets frustrated. Will they trade him? Will he ask to be traded? I'm sure Uh, he's asked.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, he has. The problem is other teams have said, you have to give us assets. In return for his contract, basically. They think he's a net negative. Mm. Yeah,
2: he is. Which he is, yeah. I think. I mean, I'm surprised the Nets didn't just take him at this point. Well,
0: they'd have to buy they'd have to get him on a yeah, buyout like Blake problem. Griffin and Kevin Love's like, no, pay me.
2: Jesus. Well then you know what? He should just be cool with it and say this is basically what I asked for and just deal with it.
1: And just deal with it. <laughs> I saw him at his peak in uh high school when he had the flu and he tore oh, apart modern day. <laughs> <laughs>
2: His peak was on the Minnesota Timberwolves when he was on a bad team, getting yeah. like 25
0: Fif- rebounds a night. <laughs> yeah, that was a great. That was. It a great was also when he was in high school. Yeah, had that cool beard. Yeah, a really it, thin beard. Was he was Denver the only coat. person on
1: his team over six foot.
0: Yeah. All right, we want to get to my next uh, NBA story here. Yeah. Uh, we've got the Denver Nuggets, who are six and one since Jamal Murray's been out. Uh, still, they've, they've pretty much locked up that four spot. I think they're four games up on the Lakers, but they're only two back of the Clippers. Uh, it'll be tough to, to overtake them there, but uh, really impressive play. Michael Porter Jr. has been incredible since Murray went out, and uh, that's that's gonna be tough for the Lakers in that first round. They're gonna have most likely play them, uh, and Denver will have home court. That's that's rough. So,
1: woof. When is James back?
0: Who knows? I mean. Maybe when Space Jam's out and I don't feel comfortable coming back? No.
1: So is that July? I honestly
2: honestly think he's purposely waiting for like, I think he could, because I mean, what do he do? He's like high sprained ankle or something like what? Over a month, a month and a half ago. I feel like he could play tomorrow if he wanted, but I think he's truthfully resting to wait until he's like fully healthy and ready to go for the playoffs. Yeah. I think he'll come back like a week before the season ends. Basically, as like kind of some scrimmage, not scrimmage, but like exhibition type get back into it type field games and then he'll be ready to go for the playoffs i guess i don't know i'm not sure what's gonna happen in the nba playoffs this year i think the west is very good
0: yeah that's what i'm thinking too he's 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 saving it but that's dangerous because trying to get back into the swing of things uh while playing the denver nuggets playing Jokic, playing porter and then aaron gordon's been exactly what they wanted he he just he's shooting better but he's still just he's like a 12 point at game guy but he plays defense and it's He's a role player with them, but that's kind of all they needed. So, mm-hmm. But the Lakers have, they did get uh, Anthony Davis back. He's played a few games. Hasn't looked all that great, but he's, you know, working it out. Yeah, so. get dusting off the cobwebs. Have you seen any of uh, his play there?
1: I saw a few minutes of a game. Uh, did they play Saturday.
0: I've lost days of all meaning to me. Yeah. I yeah. I don't know,
1: know what they played recently. And I, I saw some of that. I know they played yesterday. Yeah, Maybe it was one, yesterday then as in Monday, but I haven't
2: gotten to see him yet. I know his like first game or something back. I think he had what, like four points or something, but it'll take, it'll take some time, but nonetheless, it's an asset to have them back on the court should at least help. At least he's back in time to get the groove with things. So
1: yeah. And at very the very least boost some
0: morale around the team.
1: Yep. Yeah. Mike and Schroeder are out there uh, more and more, I think. Yes.
0: Yeah. could be his last year with the team. Who knows? Well, that's, that's right. why one, I'm enjoying one, it now.
1: Yeah.
0: He's not good enough to get two years like uh, Jared Dudley. So. Yeah.
1: What about Talon Horton Tucker?
0: He's he, not bad. He's a free agent as well, I believe. Uh, I think that's how it works. Or maybe I, he's eligible for like a big extension or something like that.
1: Tucker belongs on a
2: team like, uh, honestly, where he could go to like a Detroit or like a or I don't know, somewhere where he could actually honestly if he was on a, one of those teams he could average 20 points a game, I think. He's a good player and I think it'll be one of those things like Ingram maybe if he goes onto a team that's maybe not as good as Ingram, but like Yeah. You look at Ingram and Randall dude when they both left, look at what they're doing for their teams now. You know, they dominate for their yeah. uh, respected teams.
1: I know he had the right opportunity with, you know, LeBron being out to showcase what he's got. Yeah, and that's good because that's
2: also like basically like he's almost trying out for other teams in a way. If the Lakers don't want to keep him, go get yeah, his Yeah, for money sure. More.
0: Well, uh, the next thing I got here, uh, Portland's had a uh, a really rough stretch, and they're they're now in the seventh uh, spot there, and they are only a game and a half out of tenth place. So, I mean, tenth place is the last spot to get in that playing game, and they're very likely to not fall past that. Uh, the teams that are already in those slots, I think, will stay in those four slots. But it does matter where you get it. That uh, Portland wants to get that. You would want to get that seven seed uh, to get or the seventh spot because then you only have to win one game at home to lock up the seven seed. And you can you could lose you can lose once and still make the playoffs. Whereas if you're in uh, the ninth or tenth, you have to win twice. So it is important. Uh, so this is a, a marquee team. That people like to watch. But I think uh time's catching up with them here with they're just so bad on defense that they their record was was way better than what they were like earlier on in the season when they had like a point differential of basically zero, but they had were ten games over five hundred. So it seems like it's uh it's caught up with them, but it's that we might not see them in the uh eight team field at the end of the day. That they're they're struggling really bad. But they're also, I think, only a game behind Dallas for six. They can still come back. But the way they're playing right now, uh, it's bad. So,
2: yeah, they they really just play no defense. So, I mean, even if they, I mean, I've, I mean, I imagine they will somehow find a way to sneak into the playoffs. But again, though, no, they're gonna play. It. But you know what? I mean, that's the thing, though. Is I want to sit here and say that they won't, they can't do it. But it's like, it's one of those. But they they do need to play a good defense. I don't know. I'm torn. Because I like their offense. It's exciting when Lillard gets to go into McCollum. But if you, if you can't play defense, you have no chance against those top teams like the Jazz and the Nuggets, Lakers, and Clippers. You just will be done.
0: Yeah, I don't think any team that's in that four-team little grouping really has a chance of winning a first-round matchup. But it's more about who do you want to see in that first round. So uh, I think people want to see the Warriors after what Steph's done this year. Uh, they're there. Uh, the Grizzlies are there as well. And then the last team is the Spurs. So uh, it's a... Different group of teams. The Spurs have no star power. Uh, the Grizzlies are good and young. They just, they got a, um, the, Jaron Jackson just came back. Yeah, um, They might be, they might be the most talented team in that little grouping, but I don't know. It's, it's this little tournament thing is going to be interesting. It's different from last year. It's, we've never seen it before, so we'll see how it goes. <laughs> but right now it looks like Portland will be in there. Uh, and then, joining them in that little tournament, but on the Eastern side uh, is likely to be the Washington wizards. After a 10 and two stretch here, they are now in the 10th spot and Whoa. there are a few games ahead of the bulls and Raptors. And it looks like they will be in the 14 playoff at the end of the year. At least
1: who's even on Maybe. the wizards.
0: Uh, Russ. Yeah, oh, Russell that's Westbrook right. That's deal. where he's
1: at
2: now. They have a, they have themselves a nice little squad there. I mean, I honestly would always look at that roster and be like, why are they so bad? So it's, Kind of nice to see that they actually finally did pick it up because they do have good little pieces. And you've got a couple of young guys.
0: Who? Bertans.
2: Bertans. And then you've got a Hercher. How do you even say his name, Andy? Rio Hercher Maria or something?
0: Yeah, Maria, The guy
2: from Gonzaga a couple years ago. And then you've got, you know, Ish Smith comes off the bench and that little guy has been like one of those sixth mans that. How is he still playing? Comes off benches and he's. He puts up like if he if sometimes he'll put up like 20, 25 points, especially if like a key guard is injured or something, and he gets more minutes. But, you know, they, they could be a fun little team to watch in the East because, you know, if they make it Westbrook and Beal are good enough to at least I'm not going to say they're going to be good enough to get to like a, a, the semifinals, let alone maybe even like the second, like a second or third round type uh, cool. team. But they it definitely would, could at least make it exciting.
0: It would be fascinating to see that team play the Nets in the first round. Oh, yeah. some West Russ against KD. And Maybe Harden. that'll happen.
2: Maybe that'll happen. Yeah.
0: I mean, you know, Russ is going to compete like oh, hell. Yeah. He will want to be the best player in that that group. How'd you like- he's clearly not. He's just going to he's going to play like it.
1: How'd you like to yeah. see them knock out Brooklyn?
0: I'd be. I'd feel bad for Blake Griffin, honestly, that would be bad <laughs> for him. <but.
1: laughs> Highly unlikely, yeah. but.
0: Yeah, but they will be a nuisance, I think, at the very least. A pest. Yeah.
1: Let me ask you this, you guys. What about those Suns? Are we uh, worried about them? I think so.
2: I mean, I I said I think we said before the season like the, I knew they were going to be a pretty solid team. I would be lying if I said they'd be this good. But that's what should make it even scarier because the fact that they are this good because Chris yeah. Paul's just he just keeps making it happen all the time. Like it's just insane and then you add Devin Booker. Aiton's looked pretty good, and then Jay Crowder's been a good asset, you know. And Jay Crowder was in the finals last year, kind of doing the same role he's doing on the Suns, which is takes six, seven threes a game, and I'll hit a few of them and hit some clutch threes. And then they've got a few good young guys that come off the bench and do pretty well. It's um, uh, it's an exciting team. Yeah,
1: yeah I haven't well seen rounded. them much, but they've looked killer when I I have seen them. I think I watched them beat the Bucks recently or something.
2: Yeah, they they beat the Bucks a f- like last week, I think, and then they just beat the Knicks, I believe,
1: last night or couple last. Yeah, those last night. I, I saw was, the opening yeah. of that game. I didn't finish that one. Yeah, the Knicks are uh, what? What number are the Knicks in the playoffs right now?
0: Oh, they're like six or something. See, that's exciting. They're pretty
2: dude. high. New York's gonna get a, even though you know, couldn't might not be too special, but the the New York is gonna at least see their Knicks back in the playoffs. I
1: think. It's remarkable. You know, but I mean, actually, I mean, the East is I mean, pretty Alicia
0: weak. Alicia Keys is going to buy another mansion because that song will be played. Well, like, Latrell
1: like, Sprewell is their GM now. That's why.
0: Yeah. That's
1: not true. I believe it's like true. Kevin
0: Durant's like dad is their GM or something. Or his former agent.
1: I mean, Ewing should just hang up his coaching hat and do that. Ewing actually had a pretty decent year for Georgetown today. He, won the I mean, tournament. today.
0: <laughs> this, this past
2: year. Won the, yeah, won the Big East Tournament as big underdogs. and Then they got, they got annihilated by, what was it, a... Uh, Oh, like kind of a who Who did they get annihilated by in the first round oh it's gonna bug me i, I clear that kind of cash out of my mind. mind oh my gosh it was the first oh uh oh my gosh i had it colorado colorado okay <laughs> i knew i'd get there <laughs>
0: well done thank you okay well, was that it for basketball yeah i think so okay well then Except, i think uh
2: sean's gonna bid us adieu i believe i yeah, we're am let you go. i have a hard out good timing eight o'clock good
0: so time. yeah exactly <laughs> say goodbye and then i'll pause and then i'll let you i'll let you leave
1: all right well uh yeah this is going to be the uh, end of the road for me so uh tony andy afira said right.
0: <laughs> okay so uh we're back now and we're uh continue on we're gonna talk a little more uh nfl I'll go back to the draft here which is uh the draft is this week and uh if you remember like this is this is we were talking about like how long covid has been uh last draft was during covid and was like a whole thing because everyone was virtual and we saw people's houses and uh belichick's dog made a pick and all that shit and it's like that was a year ago it just it's it's crazy but uh this draft is gonna be a, a normal thing it's gonna be a place i think there's gonna be People there, so it's going to seem a little more normal, um, but I mean, I don't know how much you've looked at the draft. It looks it looks like right now it's probably going to be the first four picks are going to be QBs.
2: Yeah, I haven't uh, – I've seen some things, but I've never really – to be honest with you, I've never really been big on the NFL draft. I don't know why. I just – that's never been – maybe i just don't i don't know i just
0: here. here's the reason why is because you're a Steelers fan and they're usually good and not picking high
2: that's actually probably true but i know <laughs> part uh part of it yeah
0: but also there's like a certain passion for it
2: like i know a carter who used to always be on the show with us he's really big into the draft and he uh he used to you know coach football a little bit and for high school football so i think there's something about that too just like little things but uh yeah i mean i'm excited for it i mean i would say like you know, it's it's definitely going to be fun, but I think also it just seems like recently it's been like you just know already who's going number one. But I think yeah, uh,
0: we knew who was going number one three years ago with Trevor Lawrence here. Yep, that's uh, uh, so he's he's going to go number one, and then it's very likely Zach Wilson Wilson of BYU is going number two to the Jets. Yeah, I
2: think they did that. They did that trade on purpose. We you know we talked about that a few weeks ago with Darnold going to Carolina.
0: Yes, and then the Niners, uh, you know, made a trade to get way up there to number three. And they said they said they like five quarterbacks in the first round. And uh, if you if you forgot, they actually have a starting quarterback on yeah. their team right now. But it seems like he's not going to be the future that they're going to look for to try to trade uh, Jimmy Garoppolo and I there. Think,
2: and I honestly think maybe they should because even though Garoppolo is a good quarterback, I mean he is. I think we've talked about this before. He is injured a lot, and I think why not go with a brand new, fresh, young quarterback? And trade Garoppolo for some assets while you can, because if he gets injured again, his stock's just going to keep going down and Garoppolo might not be worth what you, th- you know what he could be worth. And there are teams out there that could use Jimmy Garoppolo. I mean, not every team has a set starting quarterback, although it looks like a handful of new teams will after this draft, because this is a good, a solid quarterback draft. But uh,
0: who do you think the Niners should get? So all the smart people are saying that they really like Mac Jones which is funny because coming into this whole process, he was definitely like distant number five behind uh, Justin Fields and Trey Lance. Uh, But they they said he's like the most accurate. He's the guy that knows where to go. He's the smart quarterback. Um, He he didn't start a ton of games at Alabama because they had Tua, but he was definitely successful, but he also played with incredible wide receivers. So that's actually what I want to
2: point out really quick. I listened to a very good take that Colin Coward had Probably four months ago or so, like right shortly, actually, whenever they, yeah, about four months ago, because it was right after they won the national championship. And he talked about Mac Jones. He talked about why he didn't really think he was going to be as successful in the NFL. And he brought up some of those points that he said, you know, you got to think about some of the stuff he's had. He had a great coach. He had one of the best offensive lines. He had very good receivers and he ne- he never played from behind. And he had such a good offensive line that he was always protected. And they basically said, You're never gonna. It's in the NFL. You're lucky to have like one of those on a team, you know. Yeah. And so the fact that he's going to go into the NFL and it's going to be like, especially if he if he goes to, let's say he does go to the Niners, it's like, you know, he'll have, you know, he'll have some of those things, but like only like a portion of some of those things. Like he's got a good coach, but it's not a Nick Saban type coach. I don't know how the Niners' offensive line is. so I can't. He's a really good
0: offensive coach. So yeah,
2: but I just think it's the point is is he's going to be hurried a lot more. He's going to be. He's not going to have. Receivers that their level comparison from how they are as receivers to their second to their cornerbacks is going to be not as you know big of a difference as it was. And he's you know he's going to play from behind a lot, so we're, you're actually going to have to see like what can he do. And so that's why I personally and I, I just agreed with what uh Colin Coward had to say a lot. And I personally think that I don't think he is should go at number three. I mean, who do I think should go at three? I'm not really sure yet, uh, but I. I mean, I just think, I mean, Trevor Lawrence is the best, but I mean, the rest are going to be, I think it's going to be interesting. I mean, I think this Trey Lance guy could be pretty good, but I think the other guys that just worries me is like guys like Zach Wilson, Justin Fields. I mean, they're just, they're kind of small also, but I don't know.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's the thing is no one really knows. It, it wouldn't be a surprise if the best player of the class is like Trey Lance or something, or it wouldn't be surprised if he's out of league in three exactly, years. Exactly. Like
2: a Josh Allen, you know, Josh Allen yeah. was at, uh, where was he at? Wyoming. Wyoming. And when he got picked up, I'm sure people were like, who the hell is this? We haven't seen one Wyoming game on TV ever, and look at him now.
0: Yeah, and then look at him at him in his first year, where he he was disastrous. Yeah, his so.
2: completion percentage
0: was awful, right? Yeah, you just it's it's hard, uh, but you know we'll see. And then and then number four is a really interesting spot because the Falcons they still have Matt Ryans, who I think still has time left. And like, I mean, Matt Ryan's ten years younger than Tom Brady, so if you put it that way, but uh, it seems like it's the end of his career, but not ready yet to move on to a new QB. So they can either take the best player in in the draft available, or they can try to trade down to a team that needs a quarterback. But I think uh, a lot of people are saying this, this Kyle Pitts, the tight end from Florida is really the most talented player that he's just, he's just a freak. He's super fast, super big tight end.
2: He's half the reason that a quarterback on Florida, I think was even in the Heisman comparison for the first, like two and a half months of the season. Yeah. What was that quarterback's name? Trask? Or? Trask. Yeah, yeah. I think he was
0: a finalist. He was,
2: yeah. But I mean, he was like, he was the favorite, I think, for a little bit. And then he, Florida finally lost a game. And then it was like, he was kind of struggling a little bit. And then, uh, what was it? Who ended up? Oh, Devontae Smith. Yeah. See, that's why it ended up having to go to a wide receiver because the best quarterback was Trask. And then he fell apart. So it had to go to Devontae Smith.
0: Yep. And then uh, the best lineman in the draft is uh, Penny Sewell from Oregon, who didn't play at all this last year, but he was. He started uh, for Oregon as a freshman, like an 18-year-old freshman. He won the Rose Bowl at age 19. He's just a great, great prospect. And a lot of people think the Bengals won't pass up on him because they just need they need all the help. They need to make sure Joe Burrow doesn't get uh, hit in the knee again next year. Uh, but they also then have their pick, the Bengals have their pick of uh, any of the top pack, pass catchers, like uh, Jamar Chase. who was uh, Jamar Chase was the number one see- receiver next to Justin Jefferson for LSU two years ago. Um, so that guy's like an incredible prospect. and Then yeah, the Heisman Trophy winner Devontae Smith from last year. uh So there's there's a lot of fun players in the draft. It seems very offense heavy. Not a lot of defensive, you know, game changers there. Um, yeah. But I know, like as a Chargers fan, they need a left tackle. So I hope that at least the second best tackle falls to them. I think after that, there's a guy from USC who's kind of the third best tackle. So, uh, but I'd rather get the second best guy. Uh, I know well, your team is it's heavily uh, rumored that they're very interested in Andre Harris. Yep. So that's was, actually was great to that championship game. So that's actually was an MVP or that, was
2: he MVP? I'm not sure I was at work for that game and it was a blowout, but
0: well, he was amazing.
2: I uh, actually was going to say when you were, I was going to eventually bring that up about how, when you said like how my team is normally, which is the Pittsburgh Steelers was in uh was normally at the bottom of the draft. And a lot of times they even just like don't even they usually get rid of their first round picks. Like sometimes they're usually like drafting the second, third round. But yeah. I did see well, something they on They got
0: Fitzpatrick for their picks last yeah. year or so.
2: so. I did see something worried. in this uh on uh Instagram recently that did say that Najee Harris was one of the rumored guys and I actually would really like that because a couple of years ago yes James Connor was good, but I mean he just had the breakout year. Now you're starting to see that okay James is not I mean, he's not bad, but he's not. Oh, he's gone. A top five. Oh,
0: is he gone? He signed with the Cardinals. He's gone. Oh, well
2: then yeah. there you go. Yeah. I don't even know who the hell their starter is then anymore. <laughs> it shows you how much I've been following my own team. But even if Connor was there, I'm telling you, he was, uh, it was just one of those things where I think it was just a, a breakout season. It was a little fluke season in a way. And I think that's what it is. And I think uh, he won't have anything close to that kind of year ever again. But um, yeah, I mean, I would love Najee Harris. I think a good young running back would be great. And, I'll be interested because every draft, the Steelers draft a wide receiver and he always ends up being good. So they're going to find some diamond in the rough receiver. They always do. And uh, they're going to need it because they better get a good running back more than I think about it because Ben Roethlisberger coming back for that that extra year, he's going to, that's what hurt him late last year was when James Conner got hurt and he didn't have a running back he could trust. He had to throw the ball 55 times a game. And that was that game against like Washington when, you know, he threw it 108 times and they ended up losing to Washington for their first loss of the season when football was being played on like a Wednesday afternoon. And, you know, so hopefully he has a running back he can give the ball to and save that arm because, as we saw last year, he needs to.
0: Yeah, and, and he's also a pass catcher as well. So, I mean, he's made, he makes good plays there. So, uh, he's just another weapon. But, again, the Steelers, they usually go defense. That's been their history um well i mean that's that's all i've got for the draft uh do you want to move on to the champions league yes so uh i mean last week we talked about the super league which um was was a thing and then wasn't a thing it seems like that's dead um so what was meant to replace the champions league isn't going to happen but we still have the actual champions league and it's going on so we're into the uh the semi-finals now and we had our first game today so uh you, do you see what happened here?
2: Uh, I did. I uh, saw that uh, you know it was Chelsea at Real Madrid in the pouring rain, nonetheless. Um, and you had uh, two teams that are, you know, they're known for like their powerhouse teams. They like can score goals and whatnot. But actually, both these teams recently have been playing very low scoring games and very defensive. Chelsea got a new coach midway through their season. And ever since they got him, they've been having a lot more lower scoring games they've been he focuses more on defense and whatnot so they they play uh they've been playing good defensive soccer so that over under in this game was only two goals like normally in soccer it's two and a half to three and like when you get these bigger teams like Barcelona and stuff like that, you get up to like three and a half even sometimes four but only two two goals is the lowest you'll see you will never ever ever see a one and a half and so it was two goals, but it was in the pouring rain. You had two teams, and Chelsea came out quick, scored in the first 20 or minutes or so 20, 25 minutes. And it was the American, Polisic. And that was, uh, which is a good sign for uh, us U.S. soccer fans because he is a very good player and mm-hmm. he's on a good team.
0: The thing I saw, he's the first American to score in the semifinals ever. I, be- I believe Champions that. Uh, and I think he was the first uh, American to score against Real Madrid. Ever, ever, I don't want. Probably not ever. Like in all of their games, but probably in, in any of uh, these championship, Champions League's game games. I, I just look at it.
2: I believe that. Uh, that would I would be believe crazy either or, or, to be honest. What I said, I would believe either or. If yeah. it was, uh, I mean, there hasn't
0: been that many Americans who have played that have been, you know, that good.
2: Yeah. So, so that is good, and uh, it's a good sign for America because they do have a decent young team. I would be shocked if they don't find themselves in the World Cup next. It'll be actually next fall because it's in Qatar they're playing that in like November or something weird I forget but it's not in the summer but uh anyway yeah so and then Benzema who is Real Madrid's best striker he's been there a long time he was there with Ronaldo he uh tied the game up in the first half so it was one one early on and but second half there was nothing so the final score was one one but it's big for Chelsea because they got their away goal I mean thankful I mean luckily for Madrid they did tie it but Chelsea got their away goal and I think uh Chelsea is the better team, they're more talented. Uh Real Madrid's still been without one of their star players, Sergio Ramos, who is a defender but he's also, you know, scores goals than more goals than most defenders do. And uh I think Chelsea those they they're they're, they're a, honestly I like their team. They have a good little young team. They've got good position players. They had some good pickups this off season where they picked up uh Timo Werner, Havertz, Zayich. they have Pulisic now. They have a good uh good young team with guys that can score. And I think they're going to be able to get the job done when they go home. I think they'll be able to score a goal. And I think they can honestly shut out real Madrid at home with uh, how they've been playing lately. And, uh, the game that's tomorrow or Wednesday for whenever you're listening is a man city PSG, which has a lot of star power. I mean, you got Manchester city who is probably the best club team in the, in the world. And then you've got PSG with Neymar, Mapape. And, uh, should be a hell of a two games like i'm glad that's not the finals because it's going to be fun watching those teams play each other twice but uh i think it's a very good chance we get a premier league champions league which does seem to happen pretty often actually i mean that's why the premier league is the premier league it's the best league but uh yeah should be uh should be good we shall see
0: yeah and when will uh keep you posted on it yeah I think two weeks from now will be the, the, the second leg of games. So and then at the okay. end of May we've have yep. the final. And do you know
2: what city the final's in this year?
0: No. Yeah. Does that does, does that it, affect time? I
2: don't know, but it, no, it it should always be around the oh, same time, but around, which is around noon. Morning ish for yeah, us. Yeah. It's yeah usually Monday. around eleven forty five to noon, uh, Pacific time, but it's usually always somewhere around. Like it's all I feel like it's always like in Istanbul or something.
0: Well it should be in Europe because it's a European thing. Oh so. yeah, I <laughs> know it definitely is in Europe, but Istanbul is as far as you can go to still be in Europe.
2: Yeah, it's a, you know, while I have it here, let's see. It's in, bear with me. Romania. Is it? No, I don't know. I made that up. Uh, A Turk Olympic Stadium, which sounds Turkey Yep, Yep. It's in Istanbul.
0: Okay. (laughs) Good guess. So Istanbul, I believe is actually in two continents. It is in Europe and Asia. This one says
2: stadium in Istanbul, Turkey. If you guys are looking for the phone number, you can call (laughs) that. I'm kidding, but it really did give me a phone number. Which, honestly, European phone number is a little strange. It's like 13 numbers in here.
0: I I bet a lot of them. Uh, I cannot tell. I'm looking for it on the map. Istanbul is a giant city, so. But it's right there. It's the gateway to Europe. I don't know if that's really what they call it, but it kind of is. Well... Uh, let's move on to uh, a more American sport, of course, baseball, the number one American. The sport. most American sport. Yeah. Uh, well, the team, uh, the Bay Area teams are having quite a time these last couple of weeks. Oakland uh, just got done with a 13-game win streak, yep. and they're they're leading the AL right now. Um, and it seemed like they were they were going to be dead. They they start out the season they do think they lost all four games to Houston.
2: They did. They started off the season like one and six or one seven, because I think their first four games were against Houston. And then their next three were against the Dodgers. I think. Is that, does that seem right? Yeah. So I think they started off their season, like one and six to start. And then, yeah. Then I think from there is actually where they won like, or maybe a couple other games in between. And then from there is when they won 13 in a row, but it's, it's just, that's what Oakland seems to do. It's funny. The money ball stuff and whatnot. And, they go and they win 13 in a row. They finally lost to the Orioles, though, but then I believe they lost yesterday to the Rays. I'm not sure what happened today. I feel like they won today, but could be wrong. But um, they did end up losing again today. So now they've lost three in a row <laughs> <All right>. after <laughs> winning 13. So it's it's they're all in. It's either losing games in a row or winning games in a row. But
0: Yeah, so last week we talked about the Yankees and how people were freaking out about that bad start. But it was 15 games, and I think baseball is weird. Sometimes you get on hot streaks, you get on bad streaks. Uh, that's why they play 162 because you know a, a small portion just isn't enough to really tell you how good a team is, uh, unless you're the Dodgers and you go, was it 43 and 17? I think was their record last year. But uh, yeah, I mean Oakland. I don't know. I don't know what to believe. they were they the number one team in the A.O. West projected or around there? Uh, I think we went under on them but I think they were still I think, like I think it was 88 between, wins or between something between them and Houston. Yeah. So and they, I think
2: they were ugh, actually you know what? I don't know. I honestly forget. I, I want to say it was like them and Houston were separated by like a two games at
0: most. Yeah. I mean either way they they weren't they weren't supposed to be bad. They weren't supposed to be 1 in 6 bad. Uh so I don't know. They're definitely been they were on a good streak at one point. They have talent still. But baseball is weird sometimes when you just everything seems to go right, and sometimes everything seems to go wrong. Uh But yeah, across the bay there, the Giants—they've been on a nice run, and they are now all the way. Uh, they're they're tied with the Dodgers for first in the NL West there, uh, in all of the National League. Um, so that's not expected. That's that was, that's, that,
2: was that was very unexpected. And so, Andy, since we're talking about the Giants, really quick, just very quickly, I know now. Because the Giants haven't been too well the last couple of years, and now the Padres are relevant for the first time in a while ever. I don't even know if the Padres and Dodgers have ever been relevant at the same time. It seems like now they're saying that the Padres are the Dodgers' rival instead of the Giants. Like, what are your uh, as a Dodger fan? What are your like thoughts on that? Because even right now, the Giants are the one tied in first place, not the Padres.
0: Yeah, that's it's just not true. Like, it's definitely still the Giants. I think it'll take years for that to change. I don't think it'll ever change, but it'll take years for the Padres to even get close and that's not like as a sign of disrespect that just it's just been so well, many years
2: I honestly think also that your rivals should never just change it should just be like your rival is your rival it should yeah. be like you know even if they are, if the Giants have been bad over like a six year seven year span and you're really dominating you guys are in completely different levels at the end of the day it's like it's still your rival it shouldn't just be like this new team comes in town and oh they're good for three four years and now they become the rival
0: yeah, yeah, and and the Dodgers Giants goes back to a different side of the country.
2: Yeah, when they're in New York,
0: so, uh, that's that's what's not going to change. Uh, but I don't know. Like, it doesn't make a difference that like last year the Giants were bad and the Padres were good, um, and it doesn't it doesn't mean anything that the Giants are good this year or that they've been good so far. I'm, it's still early on. I'm skeptical that they're at the end of the day they're going to be as good as they are because right now. Their pitching staff is the they have the best rotation in baseball right now, like by the numbers and they have good players. But is it, is it really going to hold up like right now? I'm looking. Alex Wood made two starts with a .75 ERA like Alex Wood struggled to get innings last year for the Dodgers. He's he's fine, but he's not that good. Uh, uh, Kevin Gaussman, who's probably their ace and he's been really good, but he's not really a Cy Young guy. Uh Cueto has been good in his starts. It's like everyone is performing on that team right now, uh, and like I said, sometimes you're just hot. So, but the Giants are still the Dodgers' rival, and I think they play soon. So, that'll be a fun series. Yeah. Um, well, not that soon, but they play. They play seven games in a nine-game stretch uh, end of May. There you go. So that'll be that'll be big, but they do play. Uh, they've got six games against the Padres over the next couple weeks. So those will That's be I was
2: also say the Giants. Obviously, they haven't played the Dodgers yet. Have they even played the Padres yet? I mean, could this be a reason why they've started off 15 they, they and went eight? Two and
0: one in the second series? Um, but it has helped. They played Miami. Uh, well, I think seven times. and
2: also their division sucks. Like, I mean, they, outside of those three teams, I mean, so they've played the Rockies probably what, like six times already this year, at least or
0: seven four against the Rockies. Uh, so really, it's the seven against Miami that kind of helps. Oh, that Although helps. They didn't even win that many games yeah. against them.
2: But anyway, yeah. Nonetheless, there's fifteen and eight. Yeah, currently tied right now with the Rockies, though in like the sixth inning. But still doing well.
0: Yeah, and the Dodgers just blew their lead. So the Do- see that, thats that's the thing about baseball. The Dodgers are two two and six in their last eight right now, and it's not like they've been bad. They've lost a lot of close games. Um, that this Padres series they lost three out of four of the Padres, and it was really back and forth close like every game. Yeah, it was uh, oh, well,
2: Fernando Tatis had the series of his life.
0: Yeah, five home runs in one series, like first player to ever do that. Uh, and then this the game Sunday night, which which killed me because you know, I was watching it, they go up seven to one, and then my dad like said, like Well, it's not going to be a one run game this time, and then we will go to go watch the a TV show we were watching. And then I looked at my phone about 45 minutes into it. I'm like, Oh, did the game end? And just see seven to seven. I'm like, God damn it. Why do you, why do you see? I'm so beaten down that I would never say something like that. Well, like, <laughs> oh, we got this one in the bag. Like, like, I don't care that they said like, only like, I think the record was, if you're down by six after seven innings was like 100 and a hundred thousand or something. Like that. So <laughs> it was very, it's very rare for a team to come back from there. And, uh, uh, the Padres found a way to do it.
2: Yeah. It'll be interesting the next time they play each other because there was definitely some uh, some trash being talked in this past series. And then with Tatis having the five home runs, him and Bauer going at it a little bit, it is it is a beautiful thing. And Machado just – Machado will yell at anybody. That's what people have to realize. When he was on the Dodgers, I think he was barking at people. When he's on the Orioles, he's barking at people. He's barking at people now on the Padres. I mean, Machado just – he likes to bark. I'm surprised how
0: unpopular he is. Like they they boo him like crazy there. Who Was it that booed him when he was on the Dodgers because he didn't
2: he step on someone's foot at first?
0: Yeah, was that Atlanta or Milwaukee? It was one of those series, but because they didn't, uh,
2: because he was only on the Dodgers one season, right?
0: Yeah, he was like was, borrowed or whatever halfway through, yeah, and he wasn't good in the playoffs. Well, who did they what year was that? Did they get to the World Series that, that year? That was when they lost to the Red Sox, in the World it series. might
2: have been the Red Sox then.
0: It might have been. He already had he already had issues with the Red Sox with all the years in yeah, Baltimore.
2: Baltimore, so I think that's what it was then. Who was the Red Sox first baseman at the time? Because Ortiz was gone, right?
0: Mitch Moreland. I don't know. Moreland, I don't know. Uh Mitch but Moreland. it was I never minded him. He was, you know, he he has at least he has like passion, you know. Uh so I didn't hate him, but it's funny that all the Dodgers fans absolutely hate him now. So um but Okay, was, so
2: Andy, it was the Brewers, it was Aguilar.
0: Okay, yeah. But I think the Red Sox still booed him too because the, all of baseball turned against him.
2: Yeah. All right.
0: But I mean, he's a for, former Dodger to me. I'm like, I'm fine with him. He's cool. Yeah, but, and I like him. Yeah.
2: He was. He's a hell of a third baseman.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's that was always the thing. Is he was he was a pretty good shortstop. It's like he's going to move to third. Yeah. That's right. He yeah. Did.
2: It's like an A rod. Yep.
0: Yeah. All right. So we got another thing to talk about here. Yeah. You want to talk about? Yep. Uh, the Angels' star player Shohei Otani, who. Plays everywhere at this point now. Uh, Has done something that's never been done before? Is that correct? It hadn't been done in 100 years. So it was
2: June something, 1921, was the last time this feat was accomplished. And Otani, so it was nearly 100 years, just a couple months shy. But Otani was the starter on Monday against the Texas Rangers. And it was the first time in nearly 100 years that a starting pitcher also led the league in home runs. He was tied in the league lead with seven home runs with, I think, a handful of players. like I know like Fernando Tatis is up there. I mean, a couple other guys. But nonetheless, he's still tied in first in home runs, and he was the starting pitcher. Hadn't been done in almost 100 years. He got the win yesterday, and I believe he also went two for three. He's finally breaking out into that player that the Angels paid for, that the world wanted to see when he came here from uh, Japan, and it was to be... This phenom that you know could throw the ball 101 miles an hour and start 20 games, and then also be in the lineup that same day batting second or third, and that's what he's been doing, so it's very exciting. You know, I feel bad for uh, Mike Soja because it was like he got the keys to that new car but never got to really drive it. And Joe Madden picked it up off the lot, and here he is. But uh, yeah, it should be uh, it's exciting to watch because it's make it makes that lineup a lot more exciting. I think that's the reason why Mike Trout went into today batting like 421 or whatever he's batting. He's got Otani in front of him hitting good. Rendon came back in the lineup today. Uh, Justin Upton is randomly hitting home runs. Walsh has become a great hitter. I mean, so you have to pitch to Trout. You can't pitch around Trout and be like, oh, let's get two guys on now for Rendon and Walsh coming up. It's just it's not going to work out. So this Angel team is a fun little lineup to watch in that middle of that order. And uh, we'll see how that keeps going. I saw something that said at the beginning of the year that Otani was like 50-1 to or something to be – AL MVP and that before the season started, that immediately dropped to like 16 to one, because I think people realized who's to say he won't get it. But uh yeah, I mean, if the angels were to win that division, it would be interesting to see if it would, because it would probably end up being Trout or Otani that got an AL MVP. I yeah. think those, te- those two guys are just, uh, I mean this honestly, if Rendon, the, the scary thing is if R- Rendon was like, if he stays healthy, I mean, it's still early. I forget, you know, there's a, still 140 games, like 130 games left, but if Rendon starts playing like he can play, I mean, it's possible the Angels have like three guys in the top five for AL MVP, and it's also possible that they do that without making the playoffs. <laughs> that's what's just so funny about baseball. Yeah, and, and with with that said, really quick, that's why I wanted to note that outside of obviously, you know, the Giants who have been off to a tremendous start this year, it's been a it's been a wacky start to the year. I mean, we have the like we mentioned a little bit, the New York Yankees have a started off they are currently in last place at 9 and 13. We've got the Minnesota Twins at 7 and 14, who actually lost today, so they're actually 7 and 15 now. The Yankees are now 10 and 13 because they won today. But those teams in last place, you got the Royals in first at 14 and 7. Red Sox still up there in first. And the Red Sox are in first place. They're the only team in the AL East that's above 500 going into today. And that's kind of crazy because we talked about how we thought there was like you know, three very strong teams in that division. And then you've got the Pirates and Brewers up there on the top of the NL Central. We talked about the Giants. And then the NL East is just going to be a clusterfuck all year. I mean, the last place team is two games out of the first place team. I think that's going to be the most competitive division. But uh, yeah, nonetheless, it's been a wacky start, which I think is uh, appropriate for just how the last year in general has gone. Baseball deserves to be wacky throughout the first month of the season
0: yeah and you really have to give it some time to really let the season yeah, settle in It's a long long season. yeah, we'll see a month from now if you remember, and then Marlin's made the playoffs last year in the sixty game season, so uh yeah. it's you know a month from now some it'll be way different, but hopefully we'll still have some nice surprises there um Kansas City or something that'll be weird, but
2: you never know though because I honestly don't think the NL centrals I mean the a l centrals that strong. The White Sox are good, but I don't think they're consistent enough. And then if the Twins are really playing that bad, I mean, that division could be wide open for anybody. And I mean, I honestly actually do kind of like that little lineup for uh, the Royals. And they haven't even had uh, Mondesi playing yet. And he's a good little guy that gets on base and steals bases. So they'll actually have a decent little lineup in that uh, mixed with veterans and uh, young guys.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean baseball baseball is fun baseball like, is
2: fun and that's why it's a long long it's, season
0: it's a great sport to just like check in on you know
2: yeah 160. You, know, you don't need to games. watch everything it's
0: just like oh okay what oh this team did this thing all right all right
2: yeah it's a beautiful thing
0: yeah <laughs> there's a lot more of it <laughs> yes so, there is pretty soon it'll be all there is
2: yeah there is always that stretch in the summer where it's literally just baseball although this like, year with energy. um
0: basketball going later into the year that little stretch will be shorter.
2: That's true huh the playoffs would have started by now if it was normal.
0: Yes so the playoffs I think got played about, about a month. Huh. Uh so yeah. Yeah, no,
2: see that's even news to me. Or not I mean not news but it's just like you're already like
0: accepting how you're forgetting how things were just 2 years yeah. ago. So August is when it's going to be exclusively baseball but uh that's when we're all going to be going to like everywhere we're yeah. going to be raves We're living our lives again. Yeah, Going to absolutely. the beach every morning. Mm-hmm. Surfing. Yeah. I don't surf. Going to fine dining all the time. Yeah. Festivals. Street fairs.
2: Maybe. Yeah. It'll be good. Uh, there's coming there's always
0: time for baseball. They're always there Baseball's for Baseball's
2: American, man. That's why I know they really wanted baseball to start at the beginning of July. Because you have to have baseball on the 4th of July. You think about the sandlot. You just think about fireworks. Like Games start at like 9 in the morning till like 7 o'clock at night on 4th of July. It's a beautiful thing. Yeah,
0: I, I couldn't say it better. All right. Well, uh, is that, that it for us here? I think we uh, we covered everything we uh, set out to cover. It's a good episode, a lot of things. It was good. All right. Any, any final thoughts for you there, Tony?
2: Uh, no, I mean, I'm just going to continue to hopefully be able to be on the sports podcast as much as possible. I mean, especially in the next couple of weeks when baseball and hockey playoffs will be beginning. I believe those seasons must only have like two or three weeks left. Yeah. I mean, I don't know exactly, but. I'll be excited for that and then, uh, yeah, be able to just continue to watch how the baseball season progresses. And it's uh, pretty much it. I mean, I guess we have the Olympics this summer. So, yeah, <laughs> that kind of covers entertainment and sports, I feel like, because there are always entertaining things happen in that. But yeah. but yes, we got a lot to look forward to still and uh, everybody continues to stay beautiful and stay loved.
0: Yeah, that means you need to keep coming back. There's so much, so much to talk about. All right. Well, thank you for being here. Thank you, Tony.
2: Thank you for having me.
0: All right. We'll see you later.